sustainable success event. So um, 12 people, it's going to be uh, 11 workshops, one hour workshops on clarity, on magnifying impact and on uh, amplifying your, your uh, reach, your audience. But then at the end of each day, the clarity day, the magnify day, the amplify day, I work on everyone's beliefs around what they just learned. So you get belief shifting ah. every single day. Yeah. Oh, nice. Big. And this is uh, in person or online? Online. Online. Very cool. What's What are they going to be most excited about? Uh, All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in to another show of Vision Pros Live. I'm your host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. I'm excited to have Shiraz on the show today. We're going to talk about Shiraz's last name, too, a little bit on this show because uh, I pronounce it Babu, and I hope I nailed it. He's going to give me a thumbs up or thumbs down right now. Oh, give me a thumbs up this time. I swear the first time I said exactly that, I got the thumbs down from him, and I was like, I was like, oh, man. And and I know that there's there's different ways to put accents on different. But in reality, I'm just a gringo trying to pronounce another language. And, and every, every language that's out there, um, my last name's the same way. Um, it's one of those that even I get wrong sometimes. So anyway, with that said, Shiraz is gracious enough not to be offended, to be a great leader, understand that we really are here to help people unlock the hidden narratives of their lives, unlock subconscious and conscious thoughts, move life forward, talking about uh, things like the law of attraction. Um, and, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that today. But before we go into our conversation, I always want to help people know what are we doing for success on our end? Um, and so I've got a couple sponsors up here. Cold Click is what we use for our LinkedIn automation tools. Now, we've used tools and still use tools like Ulink, I think, is involved in this. Um, a thing called Octopus is part of it. But working with Art Hoffman, to make sure that we're playing by the rules of the algorithm is also helpful as well as having a study buddy, somebody to connect with um, once in a while, or, you know, his team asks them some tips and tricks and questions because they're in that fire every single day, paying attention to how that works. Um, great leaders work with great people. Um, so uh, that's, that's one of our secret tools and uh, of success. And it helps us connect to as many people as possible that are within our niche, within that particular uh, medium so that we can, pick who we want to work with, um, you know, and, and let anybody who doesn't fit really well with us right now, let them just kind of connect with us or be aware of us and marinate in the process. It's very helpful from a distribution standpoint. There's this other sponsor I have up there that I've not worked with, but I've been impressed with. And that's Simply Fast Websites. Why haven't I worked with it? Because I don't need a website for $179 at this point. Um, I spent thousands of dollars on my websites. Um, I also spent a ton of time building concepts on WordPress theme builders, on Wix, on Squarespace, way back in the day on Weebly for other companies and, and all these different tools that exist out there. Yes, there are some free aspects, but when I saw that we have a new provider rising up who is young and ambitious and he wants to, to provide great websites to people at a starting budget of 179, I was like, wow, I've never seen anybody do websites at this price before that, um, that does a decent job. And so I, when I looked at that, I was like, well, what if, what if I start helping? What if I was an entrepreneur who wanted that right now? Like I didn't have a website, I didn't know where to begin. I would certainly want to be able to look at Simply Fast websites and see if, if they're the person, they're the entity that I would want to put my money towards. 
I wouldn't expect a Disney.com level website, by the way. I wouldn't expect a, a multi-thousand dollar investment in, in a website to come out of that relationship. But um, again, if you're at that stage where you're just getting started and just building, that's one of the next stair steps that you can make towards creating a successful brand and business. And that's really what it's all about is taking steps of success consistently um, that ultimately drive the results. So one of the results I want to help drive is more awareness about the water project. So the water project is where I choose to give back most. Um, and the reason why is because we got people all over the world, um, specifically in, in Africa, that do not have access to clean drinking water. And that breaks my heart. Um, so every day I have the opportunity to talk about this, to help people know and become aware that we have the opportunity to give back. And whether that's a dollar, $10,000, or simply sharing this project with somebody else who can, we have the ability to change the world by allowing them to, to uh, giving them access to, to clean drinking water, which allows them to have the time to go to school, which allows them to have the time to, to be with their family, which allows them to have the time and, and the health uh, to be able to provide well for both their, their own individual lives, households, as well as the community. Um, so if you have the ability to give back, please do. If you know of a another cause, another charity, um, another need out there right now, do not hesitate to drop that in the comments um, on our show. Uh, we'd be happy to, I'll take a look at every single one that I see pop up um, on, on our system and I'll evaluate, is this something that we should also promote on this show? Uh, this show is all about empowering people and helping with the 8 billion people out there who need it. And we hope that we inspire you to jump on that bandwagon and help us help those in need. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Shiraz on stage, manifestation expert, and I'll have him do a personal introduction for himself as well. But but Shiraz and I met at a conference. We had a, a great conversation. I was like, wow, he's he's actually really, really good at what he does. Um, and I say that because I've met a lot of manifestation gurus who are not. Um, so Shiraz blew my mind as a reality interventionist. I wanted him on the show. Thank you for being here, my friend. I just, I just realized because I've got my own stream yard, it says I'm the host and I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all right. He is now the host of Vision Pros. Well, we're gonna go the way. Vision Pros Live. I'm turning the show over to Shiraz. Look at that, man. Manifesting I'm manifestation my, power. I'm gonna edit network. my title. There we go. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I love that. Um, good stuff, man. Well, uh, Shiraz, again, thanks for being here. And and who should be listening right now and, and why should they listen to you? So anyone that's got adversity in their lives that's got consistent problems showing up and whatever you're doing it's not working and you know there should be something to get you out of it but you've been stuck in it for months years maybe even decades that's that's my story i was stuck in struggle for so long and then i found out that getting out of it can actually be quite simple except that you're looking in the wrong place to solve your problem i help you find where you're supposed to be looking you, you go there, you solve the, the problem you're not looking at, and the problem you think was the problem just goes away. It's amazing. Mm, that's right. So you you might know what you want to do. And, you know, it's it can be like being in a locked room or a room with a door, and you know you're supposed to go the opposite direction of the door, and so you're sitting there hitting that wall, um, yeah. you know, not realizing that you're never going to get through that thing because it's not a physical door. We learned that as a baby. Um, yep. right. That, 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 okay, maybe we should redirect ourselves, but what our subconscious selves, our mindsets, there's so many people who are walking into that wall over and over. Would you agree? Absolutely. I actually look at it like a, um, 
a fly at a window. So you can see where you want to go. It's right there. Like but that. you keep hitting yourself and you get taught, well, if I work harder, I'll get there. So you bash your head in harder and harder. And you're not getting that if you just take a step back and look at all the other possibilities. Oh, look, there's an open door just over there. Why don't I just do that? How easy would that be? Dude, and that's that's why you're the reality interventionist and I'm I'm the amateur. Um, and that's it. And that, I come up with the wall analogy. You come up with the fly and everybody can relate to that. So that was amazing. Um, and and, you know, while while these things can can be simplified and I don't want to I don't want to create hyperbole around this and just say like, oh, well, you know, give Shiraz your money. He'll solve all your problems in five minutes. Um, that's that's not what we're getting at. That's not. Well, maybe you may have like Shiraz. That. That <laughs> <laughs> He's open to it. Um, so that, that's cool. Um, but uh, I will say, uh, you know, as far as research and and making sure that you understand things beyond the analogies, very important stuff, um, you know, to, to figure out who's the right person to help crack your mindset and, and open up your heart and mind to what you can be doing to sh achieve the success that you want. So Shiraz, what's the vision for those that you serve? What do you want to see them accomplish? Ultimately, I just want to see them be happy and be who they are. Um, because most people think they are who they are, but you're busy trying to be who the world expects you to be. You're trying to be who your parents want you to be. You're trying to be who your partner wants you to be. And when you stop all that and just start being you, everything changes. I went through 18 years of arthritis because I didn't realize I was trying to be who everyone expected me to be. And that was someone that's responsible for everyone in my life. I was the go-to person. If you got a problem, ask Shiraz. And I've later found out that the reason I had arthritis was whenever I'm in pain, lying in, lying in bed in pain from the arthritis, no one would come up and ask me to help them. <laughs> right? Oh, it was the solution. Wow. Yeah. So we we live these lives where we think we're living our lives and we're just living a life that we think everyone will now be proud of us or accept us or let us be part of their tribe. And as soon as you become authentically you, the right people that love you for you start to show up in your life. And they, they may be some of the people that were already there and they just see you in a different way. But then all these other people just start showing up and they're like, oh my God, I love who you're being. And it's so much easier to not have to be someone else. You don't realize it because you've been doing it for years, but it, it just takes all the stress off your body. You become healthier. You become more prosperous. Your relationships become deeper. And you don't, and it's, <laughs> the hardest thing is getting out of the habit and the addiction, which is why I call myself a reality interventionist, to being who you're not. Mm. So in other words, we have, we have an addiction, uh, most of us, to being who we're not for the sake of what others want us to be. Yeah. Um, we, we put that facade on, so to speak, for, for those who are in our lives. And that can be a jarring concept. You know, for an adult who's well established, so to speak, somebody who's uh, been doing that successfully for decades, um, yeah. you know, so uh, I want to unlock that in just a minute. But before we do, what what's your vision for you at this point, Shiraz, now that you've unlocked that you're no longer um, leveraging arthritis in a, in a, in a strange way. Um, I, I don't mean to belittle the, the oh, health, by the way, um, but rather than 
kind of hiding behind that. What do you see for yourself in the future? For me, it's getting more people through my program so that they can create freedom for themselves. Uh, my highest end program gets women coaches to seven figures in two years. But more important than that is training people in the techniques I use so that there are more people out there teaching this, more people setting other people free so that they can all go live their best lives. Yeah, very good. So there, that, that money abundance, of course, that leads us to being able to then do what we want um, with our time, at which point it's our, our responsibility to, to decide how to, how to use that extra time mm -hmm. to manifest more of our best self or not. Right. It's, yeah. it's our, isn't it our, that's what Liberty is all about, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned addiction. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I really want to no, no, but... <laughs> it, it's, I mean, like, because I get a lot of people, it's, um, it just, just came up recently. You guys are all talking about money and it's not about the money and it's, it's about the, the difference you can make in the world. And I'm like, how much more of a difference can you make in the world if you have a lot of money? <laughs> exactly. You got You got to have, you got to, you, you don't have to, but that is a phenomenal resource. I don't know a better vehicle to make impact in a world of people starving and without water. Um, you know, like that's, that's a pretty big deal. Um, you know, unless you, unless you choose to forget about that, cause that's too painful of a reality to acknowledge. Um, mm -hmm. which point again, different argument, different day, um, addictions though. Uh, and, and the addiction to being, and I'm, I, I keep going back to this because I can feel, I know that feeling mm -hmm. of being trapped in that persona, um, of, of wanting to show up for the sake of serving others or for the sake of being what others want me to be. How do you move beyond that? It, it can be tough, but it basically comes down to, do you really want to be happy and prosperous or do you just want to be accepted by other people? And isn't, isn't being accepted by other people, happiness and prosperity. That's what we think. Yeah. Right. But what we're doing is we're letting the people who we have decided need to accept us control our lives, right? And that could be the family we were born into, the friends that we grew up with. And meanwhile, when you decide, you know, I'm just going to be happy and I'm just going to be me regardless of who they expect me to be, then some of them will leave. Like just every every time I've seen this, there's going to be some people that leave. And, and if you're not willing to have some people leave, you're going to stay exactly where you are. But some of them will stay and some people will get, oh, my God, you've never shown up like this before. I love it. And then other people yeah. will arrive that are fully accepting of you because now you're just being you. Yeah. And that's and that's when you really become happy because there's no effort involved in getting people to like you. They just like you. Mm. Right? We put all that effort in. How do I make people like me? How do I make people love me? How do I make people respect me? And, and you're making them have control of your life. I gotta, I gotta ask a deeper question. Very okay. deep. You, you brought up God, um, a little bit, um, in one, one sense or another. So for, and I just had a, a show, um, with a Christian business coach. Um, and, um, I'm, you know, I I'm Christian too. throw that out there. Um, and at the same time, I, I try to make as much space and as possible for all different paradigms so that I can see the world from a more complete Re, you know, more complete reality of what is, yeah. what are different perspectives? 
I, I can certainly say one thing that that might be an underlying factor for Christians is we want to be who Jesus wants us to be. Okay. You know what I mean? We want to be who God wants us to be. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? How many different passages are there in the New Testament where other people were trying to make Jesus conform to their idea of who he should be? And he's just like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's what he's teaching. Like, it's not just do what he says, do as, as he is. Mm. And he he doesn't take that crap from anyone. He was always him. He didn't try to conform to anyone. And that's why people loved him. That's what draws people into him. And that's what's going to draw people into you. So you're saying that there's there's uh, an element of truth or the truth is that Jesus wants you to be you yes. um, and, and, and unafraid yep. to be you. Um, and if you're if you're trying too hard to 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 be what he is, but not really considering your needs, your wants, and you're not really doing what he advised us to do. Is that correct? Exactly. I appreciate your your confidence on that with the, with that word exactly. That's a powerful word. Here's the thing: I'm 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 on my second read through the New Testament. I'm not even Christian. I just I, I keep hearing about it, and I wanted to uh, yeah. sort of read this and absorb it. And I'm reading this stuff on Jesus, and I'm like, man, this kid is this guy's cool. This guy is <laughs> awesome. He is dropping truth bombs all over the place. But one of the things is he is he says, I talk in parables. Yeah which means he has a lesson and there's a layer under that that's another lesson. And oftentimes I notice there's a layer under that that's another lesson. And most people are just scraping the surface of what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and that's another reason why I'm going through it a second time to just go, what, what did I miss the first time? But yeah. he, a lot of Christians that I, I talk to, they're about downplaying yourself, being small and humble. But humility is about knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and accepting both. Right. Not not making yourself small. Right. And he's all about abundance. And people are like, well, yeah. we're not supposed to have, we're not supposed to get greedy. I'm like, there's one pat I can't remember exactly what it was because I haven't got it memorized yet. But there was a passage where uh, his disciples came and they said, look, we can get all these this money from these people. They're willing to give us this money. And he's like, no, no, don't do that. And so I see a lot of people interpreting that. It's like, no, don't make money a priority. But if you actually read it, he goes, guys, we've got plenty. Don't get greedy. Wow. <laughs> right? Right. right. We have everything we need. He knew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, abs absolutely. And I love that you said that when people try to get him to conform, he doesn't know, you know, and, yeah. and he wasn't scared to be uh, <laughs> very, very bold about yes. that. You know, he says, I, I came with a sword. Um, you know, like, like the dude, he came to throw down, um, you yeah. know, and to, to really be clear about what his message was, not, not to make everybody love him because he was trying to be a people pleaser. Yeah. Um, and so, and I love that you also highlighted, you know, you put the word small and humble yeah. in the same sentence on purpose. Cause you hear it a lot. And it's like, you know, those are, those are opposites. Of each other. <laughs> um, you know, they don't go together. You combine those, you've got a disaster on your hands. Yeah. Um, so well said, man. Thanks for thanks for taking the uh, the detour with me a little bit. Oh, um, one, one other thing I just want to throw in there is, yeah. is about the way he he is, is that 
he was never trying to prove anything. And I know a lot of people are out there trying to prove they're good people or try to prove they're competent or powerful or whatever it is. And he was just being. And when we see these conflicts where people are coming up to him, it wasn't actually a conflict where they're doing something, he's going back. It's they're doing something and he's just staying solid in his being of who he is. There was no real argument going on. It was just these guys bouncing off the being that he is. Yes, that, you're exactly right. That's the difference to me between strength and force. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are very forceful at, at how we try to produce results. Yes. Um, you know, but when you're strong, you don't need to be forceful. Yeah. You, you already won the game, um, like a lion and an antelope. Um, you know, like the lion doesn't have anything to prove. Um, mm -hmm. Was force? I want to catch it and eat it. Sure, um, but in terms of strength and stature, like you already know. Yeah. There's no, there's no correlation. So let's dive into, let's dive into some of the darker areas a little bit further. Um, so what, what's your worst business experience ever, Shiraz? Okay. Uh, about two, what was it? 2010. So like 13 years ago, I would manage to get in touch with Bob Proctor. I actually got to go for an interview at, at his house, the business meeting there. Oh, cool. So that we could wow. collaborate and do an app together. And at the time, I was making about $100,000 a year. And I figured this collaboration would take me to a million dollars a year. My income went to zero for two years. And it wasn't because of Bob, because he was sort of, he was in there, he was trying to get me hooked up with his team, but I was causing friction with this team. And they didn't really want to work with me, not like they hated me. They were just like, we have different ideas. He wants to do this. We want to do this. And so that sort of fell apart. I had almost had to deal with John Asaraf. That fell apart. Mm. And so I'm just trying to get this app developed. And, and I'm trying to contact different people that I've seen at conferences on the movie The Secret and stuff to get them to do input for this app because then I know it's going to have that reach. And $0 for two years. Used up all my savings, accumulated $80,000 in debt. Ended up couch surfing with my cousins, my brother, my sister. <laughs> like it just that was my life for two years until I finally gave up on it and went back to my old job in corporate and then went back to $100,000 a year again. And this isn't a story about, you know, just give up if things don't work. But I later found out what was happening. It was, I had this belief in me from when I was a teenager that my my family and my friends helped instill in me. They We had had conversations and several of those conversations were Shiraz. You're really smart. You're really creative. You're going to be doing so much with your life. You're going to make so much money. You're going to have the house on the beach. You're going to travel a lot. It's going to be awesome. And then we get to come hang out with you. We get to travel with you. And in those conversations, while they were excited about it, my brain went, if I make too much money, these people are all going to leech off me. All right. So I had made this unconscious pact to never make more than $100,000 so that they huh. couldn't leech on me, but I could still live a good life. And those deals I would make, I was making were all take me to a million dollars. So my subconscious freaked out so badly, it pushed me the other way until I was willing to stop going after that million dollars because it was scared that all these people are going to leech off me. I'm going to be guilted into giving them money, guilted into take care, taking care of them. And it wasn't until just a couple of years ago when I found out that was happening and I shifted my beliefs on that, that I went to 200,000 
that year. And this year I'm, I'm at a million dollars in sales already. Awesome. But, but that one thing held me back. Put me so here's Mike, how, how do you, so I, I think there's a lot of people out there who consider that, okay, I'm at a hundred thousand or I'm at 75,000 or 250,000. And I would, I want to be at a million. Um, yeah. I tell myself I want to be at a million. So why yeah. is it not happening for me? Um, you know, right. How do you unlock that? It's hard to do it in yourself. You usually have to go work with someone else. But the, the way you can get there is instead of saying, why can't I do this? It's why don't I want to do this? Mm. What is the benefit, either the benefit in staying where I am or the thing I'm afraid of will happen if I go to where I want to go? And when you reframe the question, the answers can start to bubble up from your subconscious and you can start going, oh, I remember someone told me this once or my, my dad always said this, right? And the answer, and, and maybe one belief or it may be a whole bunch of things that are anchoring in where your current income needs to be. Interesting. And the, I mean, the analytics are going to suffer in that, in that reality, by the yeah. way. So the people, you know, there's people who are, are blessed or cursed to think through one or two realities. And then there's people who are cursed to think or blessed to think through a hundred different realities. So my answer for that question, why don't I want to do this? Yeah. Be a book of its own. Um, so yeah. What do you, what do you do? Yeah. If that's I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through that analysis paralysis too. Yeah. You basically start going through belief after belief after belief and shifting them, clearing them out. And the cool thing is once you start doing this, you'll start to see progress. You don't have to get rid of all of them for changes to occur. But you yeah. have to keep doing the work because if you haven't cleared all of them out, they'll start to go back in. You'll actually go into like this, this is addiction. You'll go back into the addiction and start putting those beliefs back in your mind. Dude, that's powerful. Thank you. I'm writing notes for myself because <laughs> I'm basically getting some free coaching from you um, in the form of this podcast. And that's amazing. So thank you for that. Happy to um, do it. Love it, man. What What's your best experience? You got something else to share before we go on your best experience in business? Um, is that, no, that, was, that was the worst one? That was, yeah, two, two years of like that. That was pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, and you had a long recovery path on that too. And, and that, yeah, absolutely. So, no, it's a good one, man. Thank you. Um, what's your best experience in business? What's that look like? Uh, it's my life right now. Right? I, I hit a million dollars in sales this month. Woo! This month you hit it. I didn't hear that. Congratulations. I got to celebrate that for you. And we still got like a month and a half left to go. So I'm going to break the million. Um, And, you know, I I now I travel all over the place now. I have amazing friends. My coaches are are so supportive. And just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity keep showing up for me. Hmm. And it's because of the work I do and the work I continue to do. Cause that's one thing a lot of people don't get is they think, Oh, I've done the work and now I'm done. And it's just like, you know, I've, I've gotten to the level of a bodybuilder at the gym. I now I don't have to work out anymore. Like, no, it's not how it works. <laughs> you you got to right. keep exercising, maintaining. Right. Yeah. You maintain. Um, I like to use the saying, begin with the vision in mind. Mm-hmm. Curious about your thoughts on that. I used to say begin with the end in mind. That's the common way to say it. But once you get to that hilltop, you have a new view of visions and opportunities. 
that's why I think the, the progress is so important. You, you so many opportunities you can explore. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So it is, it is about the, the current vision. And this is where some people trip up is a lot of people go into, well, what's my life's purpose. And so if your vision is, well, this is who I'm supposed to be for this life. You've just limited to your experiences to one thing, right? Uh, for instance, 10, 10, 15 years ago, I would have said, oh, well, my, my, my vision in this life is to uh, develop software systems and, and uh, for major corporations and to write games and stuff. And if I had locked that in, then I would never be doing what I'm doing now. But you have the opportunity to change. Once I, once I decide what the new vision is, it's, the big thing for me is it's going to work out and it's going to be great. That's that's my overarching like intention through everything in my life. It's going to work out and it's going to be great. And if things go bad, instead of going, oh, my God, why is it going bad? I'm just like, this is just part of the process, but it's going to work out. And it's going to be great. And I always come back out of it because that intention holds everything else in place. Wow. That's fair. Um, I like that you you double down your website on the reality the reality addiction, um, you know, like that's so powerful. We, we titled this, uh, this episode uncovering life's hidden narratives. Oh, nice. And that's, that's one of those hidden narratives. Like it's hidden in plain sight. Uh, let's, let's dive in to that direction a little bit. Um, what, what else, what are people overlooking Hi, everyone. when it comes to their I just wanted current to share narrative? My... Hi. Um, what, what is it, what are they overlooking and how do you open their eyes to the reality that they, they may be stuck with a, an addiction for their reality or do they have to figure that out before they work with you? No, I mean, once we start working, uh, the process is pretty simple. When we have a conversation about what you want to create in your life, where you feel stuck, what your, what your goals are, I can tell when your conscious beliefs match your unconscious beliefs. Hmm. And based on that, we can go down a path to figure out what's holding you back. So for, for instance, a lot of people, they come to me with money problems. You know, I want to make a lot of money. And I'm like, nope, you don't. That's not coming up true. That's not what your subconscious thinks. And then we start looking into, well, what's going to happen if you make a lot of money? It could be similar to me. Everyone's going to come asking me for money, right? I don't want them asking me for money. Or, you know, I lost a lot of money once and I felt so shameful if I make a lot of money, what if I lose it? I'll feel that shame again. So it's better not to make it in the first place. Right. So there's all these rules. Um, three, three big things that happen for people um, are I'm too busy. I'm, I, I can't afford it. And I'm too sick. And I, I call these the big three excuses. Yeah. So when we want to say no to people about something, those are the three main excuses that I get used all, all the time. But you don't want to lie to people because you'll feel guilty if you lie to people. So yep. you manifest them ahead of time. So you have them in your pocket so you can use them. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you're you're like a, a walking BS detector. Pretty much. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that's what you kind of provide to people. It sounds like is is uh, you, you call them out on their BS right away. Is that in a, in a kind way in a or kind in a kind, way. there we go. So you, you do it in a kind way, um, you know, and, and I mean, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say you were particularly kind to me 
when we went through that experience our first time. Um, but you weren't trying to hurt me. Yeah. You were, you were obvious. It was obvious. You had an intent to help me. So my next question for you, you got business owners out there, women coaches you talked about. Yep. They, they want to build their business. They need systems. They've got a million investments in their mind, right? All this baggage of things they need, they need, yep. they need, they need. Why do they need you first or do they not? Um, you know, what, what is that? How do you determine that? Oh, uh, it's not even that they need me first. They need me constantly, right? And it may not be me. It may be someone else that does this. But if you're not working on your mindset constantly, then you're slowing yourself down, right? You can get, because here's the thing, you can have all the tools. Someone can give you all the tools in the world and you don't use them because your mind says, well, if I use them, I'm going to go to a space that I don't want to go to because it scares the crap out of me. So you end up procrastinating. You end up uh, losing your password. You end up getting busy with something. And and so it's all there. Okay. Right? Uh, you, you know, you know, self, um, have you heard of shelf help? Shelf help? Yeah. Yes. In, in essence, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you Lots buy of self-development books, yep. right? Yeah, and they go, go on the shelf. <laughs> they just sit there. Yep, that's shelf help. I have a folder on my hard drive. I should really delete it, but I, I use it for example. I call it the folder of shame. It's all the courses I've purchased, put on my hard drive, so I could get around to them. And they're either untouched or partially done, and they're just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> the folder of shame. I like that. That is funny. I hope you keep it. But but yeah, as a as a reminder. Um, right of of perhaps what not to do. Okay, um, how do you get yourself out of that buying habit of you know purchasing the next best whistle or bell or thing that just seems so relevant right now? So you have to understand that the buying habit isn't the problem. The problem is you're buying things to distract yourself from moving forward, even though you're buying them because you think it's going to move you forward. You'd actually be using them and moving them forward if you wanted to move forward. Right. <laughs> so, hmm. so when you get that, then you have to, the question is, why don't I want to move forward? That's where you go to that inter introspection. Uh -huh. What's going to happen if I move forward? Oh, suddenly I'll be visible. I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to be up on stages. People are going to judge me. I don't want to be judged. What if they don't like me? So you know what? Let's just stay where we are. Interesting. So is that, you know, I can see the value of having somebody who can help you have these conversations and facilitate it with clarity. Yeah. Is that one of the, the core questions that you would say pops up? I see the framework of why don't I want to dot, dot, dot. Yeah. yeah, it is one of the core questions. If you're stuck in a certain situation in a level of income in crap happening in your life all the time, illness, there's there's either two things number one is you're trying to avoid something that's going to happen if you get out of it or number two is you're getting immediate um benefits out of being in that situation right mm -hmm. so for instance i know people that have been sick all the time because they associate people taking care of them with love and they figure if they're healthy then they don't get love anymore right okay. wow that's powerful. So I'm just showing that on the screen for people. Um, I think it's a phenomenal framework. Uh, you can test it out for yourself. That's the beauty of these types of, of exercises is try it out. Um, see how it works for you. And we'd love to know, why don't I want to go out to date night um, with my spouse? Why don't I want to um, 
get up and spend time with my children, even though I, I know it'll make me happy. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Why don't I want to uh, make the bed in the morning? There's all sorts of realities. Uh, why don't I want to dive into my profit and loss statements? That might be a little more obvious uh, <laughs> for some of you, but the, the the ability to tackle those hard subjects and dive into them and, and treat them as another another thing um, that 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 should be explored seems important to me. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add, Shiraz? That's that's really the, the starting of of the questions to get you into the space, and then then once you figure it out, you want to move into that new reality. Take the, take the new actions heading in the new direction. And here's what's going to happen: is some people are going to just go; they're just going to take off, and it's going to be great. Most people are going to start to have success and then lose it and start to have success and then lose it. And what's actually happening is you're getting out of the addiction, withdrawal kicks in and you lose it. You get out, withdrawal kicks in and you lose it. But what it looks like to you was, oh, I missed an appointment or that client canceled or that the hard drive fried on my laptop. It looks like normal circumstances that just cause you to have lost those, those gains that you got. But you're actually unconsciously putting all that in your way so you can get back into your addiction. Wow. And that <clears throat> that's good. It's it's important to know the framework of addictions uh, in life because there are many vices that exist out there. And, and this life is uh, in large part about finding that self-discipline um, and overcoming those, again, in my humble opinion. The as so knowing what a withdrawal is and how it works. And I love that you you see the symptoms very clearly um, yeah. of, of the distractions of life. And other people may not be able to recognize Netflix, sports, whatever else. Uh, as those realities. So I, I love what you said too. your, your answer. You said, I, I asked you, when should they bring you in before, after? And your response was, they need me constantly. Um, and I take it, uh, or, you know, or somebody like you appreciate your humility on that as well. So they need you constantly. And it's probably important to bring somebody like you in before any business program. Is that what your, your core belief is? Yeah. Because mindset is so vital. And and right now I have deals going with um, several businesses where you need to come in on a regular basis and work with my team or work with my clients because they're seeing how vital this is. And I've been through programs where we've got a mindset component. You know, once a quarter we have a mindset day, we pull out all these beliefs and you and you're you're great. And they do that and people feel amazing after those days but only a few of them mm-hmm. s- stick to those results. They've, they've fully gotten out of the addiction. The rest of them, they lose it after a while. And so because it's not often enough, because you got to look at it like going to a gym. If you're doing right. it, going to the gym once every three months, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like it's right. Or a Spartan race. Yeah. You know, like great, great fun thing um, for people who right, pre-back surgery. Me, I, I can't do it now, but um, not, not at once. I shouldn't go out there and just do that once. Right. But as a, as a kid, I would have had a lot of fun doing that. Sure. Would have built a little bit of strength up, Mm. but I wouldn't have made the dynamic transformation for my body and health that is, that only comes through consistent efforts. So Hmm. well said, man, you got me thinking a lot. And so anybody who's listening in, if you're wondering about my dumbfoundedness, it's a matter of, of (laughs) saying, I want, I want to go try this. Like I want to go do this exercise and see where it takes me and, and, just do the self-exploration discoveries. I hope you do too. I hope you guys were inspired by this episode. And Shiraz, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do so? 
go to energeticmagic.com. I think you were showing it earlier. Awesome. And, and so, just so people know, like what I'm talking about, I still do now. I haven't got to this point where now I don't need to do it anymore. I'm constantly asking these questions of myself. Right. Do you, now, here's my next question for you, though. Throw you on the, under the fire real quick. Um, yeah. Do you also have an urban coach? Yes. Uh, I don't actually have a specific one, but there are people that I either I've trained, so they use this technique, so I know they're gonna how how well it's gonna work, or there's some other healers that I trust, and so whenever I hit a block and I I can't solve it in like within a day, then I know it's deeper, and I and I don't want to waste time. I'll just go to someone else and like I couldn't solve it yesterday. Can you solve it? And they usually can solve it that day. Because they see through all my crap that, that I'm hiding from myself. Right. So. right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and sometimes sometimes there needs to be a financial exchange for that to work and for that to work out. But that's not always the case. Um, and one example, prime example that most of us know the names for, I would say, is Bill Gates and Warren Buffett mm -hmm. um, and their longstanding relationship. If you haven't looked into the story, uh, they were introduced. Uh, Bill did not want to meet Warren. Um, you know, and, and uh, his mom insisted that he take the flight to go meet him and they became, uh, collaboration friends. And nice. I don't know what, what they've chosen to do for business together, but I, from what I could tell in the relationship, there wasn't a monetary value exchange between the two, at least for the consulting side. Um, so I'm, cool. I appreciate you bringing up the others that you go into. You also have a very clear set rule. Of, okay, if I hit that block for a 24-hour period, you've created a trigger for yourself to make sure you don't get stuck in the rut. Very smart. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the universe likes speed. <laughs> so the faster you, you move, the faster you succeed, and the faster you fail so that you can reevaluate and then succeed. Excellent. Vision pros, go to this exercise fast. That would be our invitation to you. Um, get that in. Feel free to also get in touch with Shiraz fast. Uh, feel free to drop a comment or question for either one of us as well. We're happy to serve you. Shiraz, thanks for being on Vision Pros Live. And I will see you in the near future, my friend. Thank you so much, Jackson. It's been great. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you.